How are you? First of all, how are you doing today? Doing good, doing good. Everything's been awesome here in Nashville and everything. Just got off work, so I'm excited to talk to you. <laughs> nice. Now, how long have you moved to, like how long has it been since you moved to Nashville? Yeah, I guess now that I think about it, it's been I guess since like end of July, so maybe going on not 6 months, but I guess somewhere around 8 months now. Is it a big adjustment? You know, it, it kind of is. And I feel like, but I feel like it's a, it's a good adjustment and like a good way. And it's, um, it's taught me a lot about myself and the people around me have influenced me just like so much. And um, I've learned a lot from people down here. And I feel like, like I said, the environment, I feel like it's just it's so welcoming and everything. And um, it's awesome to just get to meet like, other songwriters and just kind of lift everyone up. And I feel like that's what Nashville's about. It's crazy how the entire music community moved to Nashville. It seems like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, there's like so many genres down here and like, but everybody is so supportive of each other. There's no competition like whatsoever. Well, you think maybe there's a little competition, but then they're at home talking, you know, crap about people. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, no, I mean, listen, I, I think it's good. I mean, you know, the artist community, they should be very supportive of each other because, you know, as one artist rises, another artist can rise with them. So, you know, I don't think it's really, especially where we are today, I, I don't think, you know, fierce competition in the artist community really benefits anybody. But um, so tell me about I mean, obviously, you know, you got to, you know, you came out with two songs recently, which are absolutely explosive. Um, like, tell me about your journey into music. Like, when did you first realize this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life? Yeah. Um, I mean, music was always in my blood. I would sing around the house when I was like two or something. That's what my parents would always tell me. And um, they could not get me to shut up about music, but I think it was my, like, introduced to me when I was in, I guess I was in seventh, eighth grade, and my art teacher um, would always bring his ukulele with him, and I was so in awe of him and his ukulele, and so he encouraged me to buy my own, and so I would go home, and I would write like little parodies i was i don't know why i was me and my friends we love to like write parodies off of other songs and that's really how it got started and i always did songwriting for the longest time but i never considered myself to be a songwriter until about two three years ago i went to this convention and um it was called ipop and i was introduced to some amazing people and i was really there for actually theater i pursued theater my whole entire life but singing was the main thing i could do acting whether it was on commercials or anything but i was really interested in singing and i wanted to see where i could go and i got i met so many like agents and managers and everyone there and while i was looking for more acting gigs I was then asked like, do you ever songwrite? And I was like, yeah, of course I do. And like, I do it for fun. And I would show them my YouTube page. I had a little YouTube page. And um, after that, 
I realized that this is my path to be a songwriter. And I just never knew it. It was under my nose this whole entire time. And I always questioned myself, like, why, why didn't I feel myself? Whereas myself is really in the artist community. And I'm really happy that I got to have this journey. And it's really, it's been cool to have these people along the way help me realize that this is where I belong. So, you know, you being an actor, model, you know, theater, you kind of explored all those different creative aspects. What do you find personally that's different in music and embracing artistry different than acting, modeling, theater? I feel like in the artist industry, especially with songwriting, you can, I feel like it's a therapy and you can express yourself. You can, ex you can express how you feel and you can connect with others. Yeah, you can connect to, with others in, um, in modeling and theater. I feel like you tell more of a story on stage, whereas you're sharing the same emotions in a song, like, and you're real and you're the real person saying, yes, I feel this way. I, and, and having the other people listen that way too because someone's going to listen to your song and be like, yeah, I feel exactly the same way. And I'll listen to songs all, like new songs all the time in the car. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I relate to that so much. And that's what I want my music to be about is for others to chant in the car too, and to have that therapy. And I feel like songwriting really does that for everybody. I agree. And also think about it. If you're like an actress how do people really connect with you through, you know, you playing a part like in a movie or something? I mean, it, uh, there's not, you're playing a part. So, I mean, how can the audience truly personally connect with you? I feel like in that kind of sense, you're more telling a story and yeah, you, you can connect to the character, but I feel like from human to human songwriting is more personable Whereas acting, you're telling someone else's story, whereas that character might be real, it might be fake, it might be totally made up. I feel like you can connect to whatever that specific thing is. But what I love about songwriting in particular is that you can connect with the actual person and they're right in front of you. They're, and like their voice is not a character's voice. It's like your voice and you're expressing yourself, whereas you're not expressing L from or is it 11 from um, from Stranger Things? You're not expressing her. You're expressing Millie Bobby Brown. You're, express you're expressing yourself. So instead of expressing the actor, it's just you. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, Matthew, um, you know, the, the really big actor, Matthew McConaughey, you know, he said that a lot of people go to Hollywood you know, young actors and actresses, and they lose themselves. Not, not That's not in a good way. And I thought about that long and hard when he said, you know, these people lose themselves. But in music, you find yourself. Yeah. Because you just said, right? I mean, in music, it's your real emotions. It's mm -hmm. your You're own- discovering yourself, not another character's. And, and don't you think like- you, I mean, let's, there's nothing stopping you from pursuing other things in life, whether it's, again, acting, theater, like, do you think your songwriting journey, do you think that helped you in other areas like in acting and stuff like that? 
Yeah, I think I think so. It like I feel like um when somebody gives me like a script and says like feel what this other person is feeling, I feel like I can I can somewhat relate to what that character might be feeling because I've explored all of the areas of songwriting, whether that's sadness, happiness, joy, anger, revenge, whatever it is. I feel like I've explored so much throughout songwriting. Um and also listening to other songwriters and enjoying their music. I feel like I've um, discovered more emotions and more things about myself where I can relate to that character. Um, and I feel like that's one of the tools that I kind of use whenever I do go into acting or I do a modeling gig or anything. Now, in your songwriting journey, what was what when was what was your first experience in like songwriting like when did you start really seriously writing songs i like i said i i wrote like parodies when i was younger but my first song i ever wrote would have to be i was um i was heavily bullied in high school and I sat down and I wrote. Why, why would someone want to bully you? <laughs> you see, you're so nice. <laughs> okay. I, I couldn't tell you. I I really couldn't. And I tried to discover that for so many years. And I feel like it was because I was different from the crowd. I was the only songwriter. And God knows it could have been the na- in like the whole state at that point. Because I, I felt so alone. And um I had nobody to relate with. Nobody wanted to do music. Everybody wanted to do either theater or sports in my high school. And nobody was really supportive of me going to Nashville or anything. And so I would sit alone in my choir room, most like lunches, study halls. And um, my parents bought me this guitar and um I was really nervous to pick up guitar again and everything, but I, every single day I would take it with me to, um, to my high school. Whenever I had time, I would learn the guitar by myself. And I also had a teacher with me at the time as well, but whenever I had free time, I did that. And I started to create my own song after being told, uh, talked behind my back once. Somebody talked behind my back and it was one of my best friends. And I went into, um, the choir room where I usually go and I sat down and I wrote this for my song. It's not perfect in any way means, but um, it's called mask and it's about how people wear a mask all the time. And um, even if it's in front of God, it could be the whole class. It could be in front of anybody, just even in general, I feel like we put up these masks all the time. And I wrote, I wrote that song and that kind of, was what brought me to write more music today. I mean, I sh- I had my whole entire neighborhood that followed me and um, they supported me as well. And I'll never forget any of that, but that's where it really started off was writing that first song. And now when you wrote your songs, were you also composing the music or were they just kind of lyrics? Yeah. Yes, sir. I, um, I composed the music as well. I wrote everything on, I started writing on guitar. I would write some on piano, um, but I was very independent at first. I didn't have a co-writer. It was just me, myself, and I and a guitar. Wow. And who were some of your early artist inspirations growing up? Gosh, I 
I'm in love with, I mean, you could see a couple of people behind me. I have like Olivia Rodrigo, I have Nessa Barrett and Billie Eilish. Um, those are my big ones. I love um, Sabrina Carpenter. She's also a huge, huge inspiration of mine. Um, but that's what I grew up on, especially what, um, what I'm trying to incorporate in my music is also a little bit of 80s. Um, my dad always raised me on 80s music, and so I feel like I still have that little bit of 80s jive in me. Well, no, I, I, I hear that influence. I hear the melody, which is great. Yes. <laughs> uh, so what kind of uh, 80s artist? did your dad expose you to? Oh gosh, like Bon Jovi and mm -hmm. Bon Jovi was the big one. That mm -hmm. was the big one. Um, I remember watching like Rock of Ages all the time. Mm -hmm. He was obsessed with that movie. <laughs> I still like it. Um, all the songs in those movies I liked. Um, Pat Benatar. I love Pat Benatar. Um, Great vocal. Yes. I know this isn't 80s, but I loved Amy Winehouse growing up. Mm -hmm. She's awesome. Um, so I feel like I have still their little soul in me and I feel like eighties is coming back a little bit. So, um, it's cool to kind of incorporate that in my music a little bit. So, so let me, let's talk about, um, forget I exist. Um, yeah. that's, that's the first single that you released on Spotify and all the digital streaming services. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty, um, it's a pretty, um, aggressive title, yeah. uh, a lot of attitude forget i exist and um why don't you talk about that song like how it came about maybe the writing process yeah um i had an incident that happened to me and um it was my first song that i wrote down here in nashville and i wrote it all by myself i didn't really have a co-writer or anything um but i wanted my first song to be independently owned and um my I came about this song because I had a like I said an incident where somebody forgot I existed and um, and that's how I felt perception is reality and um, I started to think a lot about the title like this person literally forgot about me and so the title came about that way as I just started moving ahead um, I feel like a lot of the times we can forget about people whether that's forgetting a text forgetting to jump on a call or something. And I feel like that's how I felt, but just repeatedly. And so the song is about someone, something, whether that's a, like a significant other or about um, a family member, it could be anybody, um, just how you adored them so much and you gave them so much of your time and they didn't give you any. You know, that song, again, it's, um, it's a great song. It, it opens up kind of very sad um and then it builds throughout that process it it it, it builds really heavy mm -hmm. you know it's anthemic breaks breaks out in guitars drums yeah and so i wanted to show that um that it kind of wanted it to make um i call it my emotional grief song um where you're sad in the beginning and then you kind of come to this acceptance and then you kind of come to this like really angry and then at the very last couple lines it's just again just accepting that yeah you forgot i exist and that's it and so i i wanted to show that kind of anger and how you can kind of go through all these emotions whenever you lose somebody 
Well, I, I think it's a uh, a gem that song, and um, and you know, listening to that new Olivia Rodrigo record, I actually think you know you released a song that actually that I mean she I mean I I can, from comparing you know. I mean, I don't think she has a song like that on her record like that. I think you topped her on that. So, um, you know, I think it's it's a song that she should have wrote that she didn't write, but you wrote. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it means a lot. I love Olivia. She's one of my biggest. I'm. I'm. I like to say I'm one of her biggest fans um, in the songwriter world, and she comes up with amazing lyrics. And so, I always think to myself, um, at one of the tools that I have as a writer, whenever I get stuck on something. I always think like, what would Olivia say? And something always comes to my mind where I think of something she might have said. Um, I always like, I love to follow her on her journey. She's such of a kind of soul, and um, I just I'm, I'm so inspired by her music. And then your second single release, and I I know you're coming out with several more in the coming months, but we'll just talk about the second one that you have available now on Spotify and all the streaming services. Yeah. But Simulation, which is um, a much different track than Forget I Exist um, that showcases more of your, you know, your heavier side, your vocal prowess. Uh, again, another aggressive song from the very beginning. Um, what was the backstory behind that? Yeah, um, I I feel like in the world that we have that we're living in, there's so much technology and everything, and so we whether that is a video game, whether that's just being on your phone, whether that is just being obsessed over one particular thing, um, we kind of dive ourselves so much into it that we tend to forget about the other person. Um, and so in this particular incident, I used a video game, um, whereas the person that I was talking about is obsessed with playing video games instead of the real life. and basically saying you wanted a simulation instead of the real thing. So I kind of put that twist on it. Um, and I had that idea for a really long time. I think I had that song um, before I even moved to Nashville, um, but I had a lot of people say that I should release it. And so um, me and my producers, Brett and Tom, we came together and we made this amazing fun track and um, I wanted it to be different. I wanted it to be techie i wanted it to be something nobody has ever heard of before and i feel like we accomplished that really well and um it took us a long time to find the right sounds i guess because i didn't want to make it sound too much like a video game but i wanted it to give that um that techie simulation video gamey vibe um and i'm really happy about how it turned out Oh no, it's turned out great. And I agree with you. It's, um, you know, there's obviously a lot of music out there. I mean, you know, music's been around forever. And I think sometimes it's hard to find music that, you know, I think, um, you know, some artists like to think, okay, let me put out something that I haven't really heard before, which is not an easy feat, right? I mean, there's so much music, but I think, I think you hit it with that song. Like when I listen to that song, I mean, I really can't say I heard that before. And um, like Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. I mean, you can never listen to that song and like, no. oh, I've heard that song before. You haven't. Yeah, There's only you can always remember. You'll always remember. Right, right. I mean, it was truly one of a kind. And I and I believe Simulation is also kind of a one of a kind song where, you know, another thing is it's not easily replicated. 
you know, you, 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 the, the music you write and the way it's produced, it's not like another artist can come immediately out and be like, Oh, I, I can do that. Um, I think, you know, with your talent and, and again, your vocal prowess and, and everything behind it, it, it's hard to replicate, which, which is good. Um, I mean, you know, for instance, like Taylor Swift, I mean, a, a lot of female artists can replicate her. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, she, what she's doing is not too, you know, technical it's it's not too flashy She's very songwriter feel very singer songwriter which is i feel like is very different for the pop genre but i but i admire how like she is she's very um she's very determined in what she does and she's she's doing good at it <laughs> yeah i mean apparently she has you know a, a big cult following <laughs> but um so Talk about some of maybe your other upcoming releases that you have coming out. Yeah. Um, the next one that I got coming out, hopefully it'll come out in February. Um, this song, I won't drop the name of it just yet, but it is something where I'm really excited about it. It's a bit more upbeat, a bit more happy feeling. Um, obviously, with Valentine's Day around the corner, I had to do something. So um, this is my gift to all of them who um, and everything of me telling my story of it can be taken many different ways to me. It it um, it relates a little bit more personally, but um, I, I, I just want this song to be something where people can relate to it so, so much. I'm excited for everybody to hear it. And then probably another release in the summertime, right? Yes. I'm hopefully working on my EP that's coming out and everything and working towards the next big thing in the winter. Do you have many live shows coming up? Yeah, I have one. I believe it's on the 27th. I'm playing with, um, it's either the 27th or the 23rd. I'm playing at, um, I believe it's Henley with Lucky Money. I'm really excited. I love them. They're such sweet people. And now when you play live, are you going out and singing your songs acoustically? Yeah, um, I have been playing this. I just got actually a new guitar, so I'm really excited to play with it. Um, I Yeah, I play with my guitar, um, but I've been thinking about introducing somebody else to play guitar for me. Um, just because I'm I'm good at guitar, but I'm not like amazing. So, But I always thought it would be really cool to have somebody else to come up and jam with me. Nice. So, um, well, great, Jenna. Um, you know, I I'd love to catch up when you have your next single release and, and talk about that. I, I want to follow you on your music journey. Um, and, and before we, before we wrap it up, um, like, tell me about like some of, do you have some Uber fan yet on TikTok or Instagram, a, a, a Jenna fanatic yet? Um, like someone who's like my number one fan. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh gosh, I gotta give it to my girl back at home. Her name is Hannah Ball. Um, she's always been my number one fan. Whenever I was in a band back at home, she would always sit in the front row. She would beg her parents to stay all night for me. She listens to my music. She promotes it. She she sings it in the hallways. Apparently, like and. I got to give her sh that shout out to her back at home. She's my biggest supporter and I don't know what I would do without her. And how does she like your songs? 
Oh, I, I think she likes them. I mean, she seems like she does. She <laughs> loves Forget I Exist. She loves Simulation. I think she likes Forget I Exist, her favorite, but um, she she's a light in my life. And um, I keep up with her whenever I can. She's one of my one of my very sweet, dear friends back at home. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing how like one or two fans who are crazy about the artist, the music, and are the believers, how far they can actually take that artist, as you said, from spreading it and telling people. Um, they, 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 they can do a lot. Um, so, all right, Jenna. Well, um, we'll catch up probably, I would say, in a couple of months. We'll talk about some of your new releases. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, uh, keep up the great work. Me. Keep up the great songs. And um, we'll, 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 be, uh, we'll be here again. Yes, I'm so excited. Thank you for having me so much.